Leafs talk, J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee, Sunday. Boy, Leafs, did the Leafs just, like, all weekend now? This is what they do? They just play football goes away, and the Leafs play every single Sunday now. Um, Leafs just no play every reward. night. Leafs <laughs> just play every night. Leafs just play every night. This week, they're Tuesday, Thursday, back on Saturday. I don't think they're Sunday, yeah. but yeah, holy. The, the schedule does feel heavy to close the year. I don't know what it is. Maybe, you know what it is? Maybe it's just you and I doing all these games, mm. <laughs> and... Now it's locked into Tampa, and they're completely yes. meaningless, and they're sitting Mitch Marner, the most fun Maple Leaf to watch. They're sitting Giordano. They're throwing Steves out there and Simmons a bone. And yeah, no Steves. Simmons. Abrazizi. No Ab- Steves. Sorry. It wasn't even Funny. Steves. Can I just tell you something? <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> if they swap jerseys on Steves and no Abrazizi, <laughs> not a soul. <laughs> not one person. <laughs> Not Nick Richard wouldn't parents. even know. Nick their Richard wouldn't even know. Like, look at my son, Steve's out there. It's ever easy flying around. They're the exact same guy. I'm completely convinced of it. Uh, okay, so clearly the story of this game is Matt Murray going down. But I, I want to ask you this before because I'm just going to start sort of chronologically tonight. Okay. Nothing about this matters, right? Like this is what a loser game this was tonight, okay? The people watching this will try to keep it entertaining. But in terms of like if you're pissed off, I don't know what to tell you. Like the Leafs take a lap. Yeah. The Leafs played a back to back. They sat a bunch of guys. They, they sent the bat signal out to be like, we don't care tonight. Okay. (laughs) But it was another game where it was really sloppy out of the gate. And I know the first goal, it happens with a couple of guys on the ice. Like Connor Timmons makes a play where you go, okay, you're not going to be in there in the playoffs. But this has been something that's been a bit of a theme lately, right? Is Leafs have been getting off to these really sloppy starts, and it feels like it takes them like five, six minutes before they settle into the game. Is this anything to you? I think it's if it continues, it could be something. You know, like I, it's been happening now for like a couple of weeks, I would say. I think it would be pretty bad to start slowly against the Tampa Bay lightning in the first round of the playoffs. I'd say like, if that, oh, yeah. if it's continue, if it's continuing for two more weeks and they go into, you know, uh, two weeks today and, or tomorrow, sorry. And they're starting like crap against Tampa in the first game of the playoffs, then it's something. Mm. But I listen, you mentioned it to me about how they, they send out the bat signal that they don't care about this game. I listen, I don't, I don't think any of the guys care out there. Like, I really think like this one specifically second night of a back to back, you have Matt Murray in that. We know what happens. They got multiple AHL dudes in there. They got Connor Timmons in there. Like, I think this, the, with the lineup that was iced, they were kind of let off the hook in terms of the effort level. No, like they went full no, and no, they went, they went full Charlotte. Like, they went full Charlotte Hornets tonight. So tonight I'm trying, I'm trying to oh, oh, go ahead. No, tonight it makes sense. I'm just saying that this has now been sort of a pattern that has emerged as of late to me, which mm-hmm. is that the first five to six minutes of a game, the Leafs will sort of come out and they'll be making really bad passes. They'll be doing things like firing pucks in front of their own net, kind of leaving their goaltenders out, hanging to dry. And then it feels like the goalies tonight, Matt Murray didn't make those saves, right? He gets burned on a couple of them. The second one was horrific against them. And then Samsonov comes in, gives one up, but that's a little later in the game. But I'm saying this has been happening where they basically hang the goalie out to drive for the first couple minutes. Samsonov has been brilliant recently making some of those saves. Murray has not so much. And then it feels like six, five, six minutes in, the guys find their legs and go, oh, right. Like we have to still try here. We still have to focus up and not make the same boneheaded mistakes. And I think think it will sharpen up come playoff time, right? It just... uh, 
I, I have to imagine that there's going to be a little bit more attention to detail from regular season games that are pretty meaningless to the most important playoff series of this core's tenure, which by the way, we say every single time, but whatever. It's just well, this is, it gets progressively more important. The general yeah. manager literally doesn't have a contract. This I guess. one is this one is the most important one. Yeah. Right? I, well, until next of, year. <laughs> well, no, until next year, until Matthews is on the following year's deal, whatever. But no, I still kind of in, in my heart, the Montreal one still will hurt forever because they just had such an easy path. Yeah. And they could have beat the Canadian teams and gotten at let's, least the, let's the not, North Division. I'm just that. saying that one was important, and they had a layup and they blew it. So yeah. uh, that one stings. Anyway, back on track. I just I'm not doing been, this tonight. <laughs> they've, been, they've been sloppy to start these games, and I don't know if I need to see it tighten up in the Boston game that's coming up next week, or whether or not I'm guessing they're going to sit guys in that Tampa game big time. I'm if I had to guess, Tampa on the 11th. You and I are going to miss the Jays home opener to watch a lot of Abrazizi Steves and uh, yeah. Timmins out here because there's just no way. Anyway, it was just a minor note for me, but it seems like it's not yeah. really a concern. No. So I, I'm, listen, I think I, – how many games in a row has they, have they done that? Maybe three or four now? Is that Would that yeah, be I – I would say if I had to look at the schedule, they would have been kind of like this now for the last six games. So yeah. maybe they've been sharp in one of them. But, yeah, I would say five of the last six games. Dating back to like, Nashville maybe? Yeah, Nashville was the yeah. same thing. Yeah. So listen, I think a, this goes back to our favorite saying that Babs was right. You got to start on time and yeah. it's really important, especially heading into these bigger games down the, well, not down the stretch in two weeks that you start starting on time. So I don't think it's nothing, but I'm going to give him a break here until, you know, the game started to get meaningful. Buddy, how fired up are you? Mr. Load management, Mr. Love just it. terrified of Love guys it. playing sports. to see Love, it. Love, it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. You know who else is fired up about it? The Marner boys, because holy hell, they looked lifeless without him tonight, eh? Well, they just, they, it's funny because they, this was a weird game, dude. Leafs got so many shots and the Mm -hmm. whole time I was watching the game, I'm like, but this doesn't feel like, like they got goalied tonight. They what fired 44 shots at Nijelkovic. Yeah, I would say he played pretty well, but I definitely well, wouldn't say sure. it was like it wasn't like Lion the other night where he was yeah. just making acrobatic saves out of this world. No, I agree. I'd say it was a not a full goalie, a borderline goalie tonight. Yeah, like that's that's what I mean. It was like I don't know, maybe I just maybe I'm a little bit like the least right now too. They threw up the bat signal and I threw up the bat signal with something <laughs> match. But I just I didn't I never felt like Oh boy! Wow, what a huge Njelkovic save, right? Like, wow! Oh man, another one for him. Like, I kept looking at the shots, going, "Really?" You know, I was, uh, I was the dad in Arrested Development with her. Like, that was me with the, the shot count tonight. Like, I couldn't believe it the entire time. The game ended, and I went, "That's not how I felt watching this game." It felt yeah. like kind of a game of shinny. Both teams pretty loose. There were some chippy moments. Bunting kept getting into it with everybody. So. That's that's the biggest. I think that's. I know we've had this conversation a lot, but outside of Matt Murray, which we're burying the lead big time, we can get the bunting yep. here. I I just don't know what to say anymore because I thought he did dive when he got cross checked in the back. He launched himself onto the ice. I, I thought he call dove. Dive? I'll call that one an embellishment. Let's say it was that. an embellishment. It was an embellishment. Was an embellishment. He called the ref called an embellishment, and listen. I don't even really know what to say. Like he's been doing this is for two full years now in Toronto. He got away with it a lot more last year. The league mm-hmm. obviously isolated him. It's tightened up big time in terms of what he can get away with. 
like they were talking about it in the intermission and Elliot brought up a good point. Like they have to be somewhat worried about this in the playoffs where you're going against a team that's going to be in your grill at all times and how he acts. Like I love the intensity and I love the give a crap meter on him. I really do. But he's taken the second most penalties in the league this year. I think he's taken 38 or 39 minor penalties. Like it's just too much. How it's, wild is that, eh? Considering next last year where it was just he drew the most on the team and now it's just like he's the biggest liability when it comes to them. So it's just like I understand how Keith feels about him. Like there's a, probably a lot of situations where he's like he wants to have him out there because he's a good offensive player. Like you said last night, he's one of their top six guys. But there's a reason he's playing less and one of them is because he's probably terrified that he's going to take a Dumbo penalty at the wrong time of the game that costs him big time. So – I don't really know where I stand on this debate because, like, listen, it probably didn't need to be called an embellishment tonight. That There's no question that was a big-time reputation call. Like, mm-hmm. that play happens every night across the league and that it doesn't get called an embellishment. I, I just don't know where I stand in it. Where are you? Okay, so I think this is just your classic. There's shades of gray with all of this. Yeah. You mentioned it. Bunting is clearly an effective hockey player. Mm-hmm. He like back-to-back 20 goal seasons. I don't care who you play with. That's a stat that just don't lie. Right. Yeah. He clearly is unafraid and he will go to dirty areas, which I find to be highly respectable, even in the modern game where obviously you don't pay the same price the way that you used to. Um, He'll stick up for a teammate. He'll get under somebody's skin. But what I think makes him a little different from other guys like him, the rats, you know, and I say that as a, in a complimentary way, right? Endearing. Yes. Yeah. An endearing rat is that a lot of the rats traditionally, like they don't let guys get under their skin too the same way. Like they're out there to be a pest Mm -hmm. and get under somebody's skin and take you off your game and make you take a bad penalty. And it feels like when he's engaging in these acts, he's just as likely to get in his feelings about it and take the penalty. And so I think that's what is frustrating about him is that he'll, he'll bite you. He'll bite you with some of these things. They're never, it's like he's being too frisky and he, you know, he hits somebody too hard from behind or he throws an elbow up or a cross check up. It's like, takes those penalties, he's diving around a lot of times, which is beyond infuriating. And yeah. so, He'll take some Dumbo ones where it'll just be like a little stick call and you go, man, what are you doing? Because he'll mm-hmm. kind of get emotional. So I think that's what it is. Like that's the fear for them is when that ramps up in the playoffs and you're playing a team like Tampa, that's going to have a ton of guys who are going to know, hey, if we just try to beat this guy around a little bit and try to play his game, he's likely to take a dumb one. We have to avoid taking the dumb one. Like, yeah, I think that's what you're saying is right. like, I feel the apprehension if you're a coach knowing that in a game five or a game six, it gets late and somebody's just been, you know, Tanner Janot has been leaning on him all night. And then all of a sudden he gets mad and he puts one across his ankles. And then Stamkos, out, 10 seconds later, he's out there standing in his spot with a little stick up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you can see it. Yeah, of course yeah. you can see it. Well, it happens at every level of hockey, but like even in beer league, we're like, oh, 21, get under his skin. He'll do something dumb tonight. Like get yeah. him going. Like it's just, he's a guy that you, you go after. Wild card. He's Wild Charlie Kelly. He's Charlie That's so targeted because I've been rewatching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's on Disney Plus. And right. that is, I just forgot how goddamn good that show is. And I just watched the Wild Card episode yeah. and it's so good. Anyways, don't want to get sidetracked, but God, what a show. I, <laughs> so just to finish up on Bunting, like 
if he can find that line, then he's an incredibly effective, important player for the Leafs. But he hasn't found it all year, bud. So I, I hope that once it happens, once the playoffs slip on, that he does find it. But I have a hard time believing he's going to find it. Though, like, I, that's the reason to me where this seems like it maybe is a bit of a frayed relationship where the coach doesn't trust him because of this. Like, this is a big reason why. Like, he does have a sleepy. Yeah. Pardon? I think is that's the fair. biggest reason. No, I just think that's irrefutable at this point that, like, yeah. there's something between him and Keith where they're just at odds. Like, whatever Keith wants from him, which is probably some of what we're talking about today. And I get bunting because he's like, man, I, I said this on the last show, but. He has been a contributor now for two straight seasons. He's done everything that they've kind of asked him to do. He's definitely exceeded his contract to just an, ex- an insane amount. Oh my God, looking the value they've guy. gotten on this. But but he's probably looking at this going like, man, how am I the guy that you're trying to make an example of when Alex Kerfoot's out here and he can't literally bury like a pass right on his tape, tap in the net, you know? know. Like you love that guy, but you hate me. I, I don't I don't understand. And wasn't it like, oh, you're worried about me taking the penalty route last year? What happened when your golden boy was down the ice and Victor Hedman was collecting a puck and he fired his stick up into the giant's lid and cost us the series? Like I, I just I can see it from both perspectives, man. I really can. And so yeah. I just I, whatever. I don't think it's gonna have uh like I, I hope that both of those guys can just see it's fine, you know, like it's it's mostly fine. Bunting is just mostly like a really good player who's making a giving you a really good return on the value, and that with a player like that, it comes with a risk. And I don't think that there's going to be any really teaching Bunting that he cannot let guys get under his skin because I just I think that he is like a, he's the Charlie Kelly. He is the wild card. Okay, so what how, what was your fear level when you saw Ilya Samsonov come into that game cold, and then a few moments later, he's he makes kind of like a big save. And Ugh. the camera pants to him and he's kind of hunched over. So can I say that, like, I love Samsonov, but mm-hmm. he does feel like he has a bit of faker in him. Like once in a while over this season where I've been like panicking that he's hurt, he'll like do like the little thing where he kind of like favors or he like gets up slow or like, listen, I've played hockey a long time. I've played hockey with guys that do this. It's just like to pretend like they just milk it up a little bit. And he yeah, makes I a big save. Pretend, I would say milk is more the way that he, he's he, he To me, he, he milks it here and there. And and for all in the right sweater, like, and, like, and for all of Lee station, yeah. not the time, buddy, not yeah, the time good. to be milking. Like I, yeah. he made an unbelievable save off the yeah, post did. and it was fluttering back. Like that is a, I don't know if it's a save of the year candidate, but that makes top 10 save of the year sort of range. Like it's an amazing save that he made, but like, yeah, yeah, I don't need to see him kind of getting up slow at all. Like this is, this is on a knife's edge here. Like we are now a tweak away from Joe wall in playoff games. So uh, I liked, I actually thought he played pretty well once he came in, like the ones that beat him. He's in the zone. Yeah, man. He's like to come off the bench and look like that. After just not expecting to play, sitting there, you know, thinking about Miroslav and come in and play like that, I was impressed, man. I really was. Yeah. No, I thought uh, I thought he had a really good night. Thought he was definitely. I don't know. You probably make a case he was the best Leaf since he came in and actually just stabilized the game and gave them a chance to be in it. Like game was three two. It was right there for them to just take. It was right there, and, and they the weren't. One that went made it four two was such a weird bouncy break that just like yeah, ended up in the back of the net. It was I, like. And, and, you know what? When it happened, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just that kind of night, you know, like yeah. this is just that kind of night where that's going to happen for them. 
But yeah, he kept him in it for a really long time. I thought he was solid. I was a little spooked when he did come in. I will say that I am a big proponent of just play the guy on his normal schedule. He's in the zone. Like, don't overthink this and start over-resting him heading into the playoffs. I know that you're going to be even more afraid if Matt Murray's hurt, but that the Matt Murray injury to does not, changes nothing. Like, Matt Murray's been bad, and tonight he was capital H horrific. Like, that second goal that Matt Murray let in tonight was... Like that, that gave me Casimir Cascasuo flashbacks. Like yeah. I went, oh, Casimir's back in the net. Like when's a lot? That's his supposed to be his thing is he doesn't let the play break down. But you did see it tonight where I've been hammering this home lately ever since I talked to Kevin Woodley about it. One guy can make saves when the play breaks down and one guy can just cannot do it. And Matt Murray, again tonight, it's like plays breaks down, pucks in the back of your net. It just, I, yeah, the, the goaltending debate is obviously completely done and over with. I just, I, mm-hmm. it's, it's gone beyond that now though, with me, with the way Murray's played and now another injury where you go, I used to think if, if they lost like two games that Murray would get the net right. Yeah. Or some now, now I'm like, I think this is actually exactly like Jack Campbell, the year Freddie Anderson was coming back from the injury with mm-hmm. Montreal where he went. Nope. Actually turns out nothing's getting you in this net outside of a deep playoff run or maybe an injury. I just, I think this is Samsonov's net for all seven now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a world where you, and it's not, you don't really have to squint that hard to say where you're more comfortable with Joe Wall in that than you are with Matt Murray. I don't think you'd have to squint too hard to feel that way. Do you agree or no? Here's the thing. I I know it sounds so dumb to say that, right? Yeah, I know. Like the words came out of your mouth and I went like, I'm afraid to Joe, but that's how I feel too. Okay. Yes. It's how everyone feels. Let's get it out there, Leafs Nation. It's how we feel. My, My truth is that. I don't think Joe Wall is worse than Matt Murray. I just want to speak my truth. And I don't care if it makes me a dumb Moly fan. And I know somebody's uh, freaking out right now where they're going like, where's Joe Wall's daily cup rings? I'm just telling you that in the year of our Lord, 2023, yeah. if you told me like, hey, one of those two guys is in net for the Leafs come playoffs, I, I would say like, let me just have the unknown of the kid, you know? Like, let me yeah. just see the- Let me dream on it. Freak story rather than Matt Murray at this point. I'm just- like, that's where I'm at with it. Anyways. Uh, so, my, hey, gonna... quickly, before we move off the goalies, I just got this text sent to me, or this tweet sent to me. Yeah. Uh, now it's been deleted, so I don't know if I want to read no, no, it. No. Just, just let's rapid fire the sucker. Let's get the sucker closed uh, up. Such a good story, but I, don't, I can't read it now. Yeah, okay. Let's just rapid fire this one. All okay, right. so rapid fire to close this game. Nice one, Morgan Riley. Way to get the puck on the net. Uh, that's all we've ever asked from you, and you did it, and guess what? Good things happened. Um, Yarncroc, another goal where he's just kind of hunting around, but beauty pass by Connor Timmons. Like that's what he does well. Right. In that power play, like yep. just snapping around, sees the right guy, makes it happen. And then lastly, uh, I know that there was not a bunch of great players on the ice, but picking David camps to take a penalty shot. I went, <laughs> they said the stat was zero for six and I went and oh, for seven, like very confusing decision. Let me see Sam Lafferty take that like anybody, yeah. but Give me one of the defensemen over. Who else, was, who else was out there? Like, the, well, was it was it was it the ice guys? Like, was it the well, ice guys with guy. shovels? Like, who well, else was out there? But I, I did think I was like, if it's me, I want to give that to Lafferty. But I guess they went seniority on it and decided to give it to the guy that's been a leaf. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what David who was Camp out on defense. I don't, I didn't, I didn't know who was out on D. Anyone but him. But yeah, the move was not exactly spectacular. Any rapid fires for you? Uh no, I just. <laughs> I wish so badly that that tweet that I had was real, but uh, okay, yeah, we someone got someone got duped. I'll tell you after right. we talk. Um, right. 
But no, I just please God get me to the to the playoffs. We got yes. we got Columbus. We got Columbus on Tuesday night. I guess you get to see Joe Wall on Tuesday night. I would imagine that's a locked and loaded Joe Wall start. And then uh Boston on Thursday. So I'll be interested to see how they handle the goaltending. I guess Samsonov for sure gets the road start in Boston. They were talking about the the goaltending and getting him on the on a roll on the road. So I guess he gets that one. But I be I don't know. How how do you feel about that going to Boston? Don't don't care. Just want to see Samsonov in net for that one. We'll deal with that one as it comes. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For Leaf Stock, uh, subscribe. Leave five stars. Hit the like button on YouTube for JD Bunkus, Sam McKee. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JD Bunkus, at Sam A. McKee. We will see you Tuesday night after a thrilling event against the Columbus Blue Jackets with the truth. Joe, Joe. Wall, probably in that. See ya. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.